Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, Business Success for Women. Listen to this podcast if you're ready to step into your full power as a woman running a business and stop using the models you've seen the men use. I want to help you learn how to go with the flow, use your intuition, and not hustle to create the business you want and thrive. Let's go. Hello, it is Aubin again, and I am so excited to be with you this week with another guest. I have been interviewing people a lot lately because people are just coming into my path and I cannot resist having them on this podcast because, you know, I am a passion about women running businesses, being leaders, changing the world, and they just keep coming into my life. And so they have to be here. I have to share them with you. And this week I have the amazing Matika Warner and we met just like a month ago, maybe at a networking group we both go to called, called Elevate. And she had a book. She had just written it, it's just been published. And she said, here, it's on Amazon. I was like, so excited. I love reading a book and meeting the author. So I grabbed it and I couldn't put it down. It's so good. And I immediately was like, when can you be on my podcast? Like we have to talk about this because so many of the things she teaches in this book are the things I talk about all the time here on the podcast that I feel like no one else is saying. She just articulates it so well. So welcome, Matika. Thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you. First of all, Aubin, thank you. Like from the minute I first met you, I could just tell we were really like-minded and we connected so easily. So it's an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So tell everybody who you are, kind of your story, how you wrote this book, and we'll get kind of dig into what it is. Yeah. So my name is Matika Warner, and I'm really passionate about manifestation. I coach people on how to escape stagnation in their life and how to get into flow and how to manifest more easily their desires. Um, I'm a mother. I have three little kids. And I'm a creator and entrepreneur. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> yes. And and say what the name of the book is. I guess I didn't say that. Yeah. My my book is Manifestation Rewritten. Mm-hmm. Um, the tagline is Escape Stagnation and Magnetize Your Most Vibrant Life. Oh, so beautiful. And um, yeah, I mean, a little bit about the book. So Aubin knows my story. And if you read the book, you can... Um, get a better idea of my story. But I learned a lot about manifestation, how to manifest and how not to manifest from just through a little bit of trial and error in my own life. Mm -hmm. Um, I first started getting really into manifestation when I was pregnant with my second baby. And at that time, um, what I the only thing I really determined that I wanted was a beautiful birth experience. And so I was like, I am going for it two feet in. Because who doesn't want that, out. right? Like, I, that makes sense. I am going to, I'm going to test this out. You know, I am going to manifest. And so I wrote out my beautiful birth plan Yeah, and I have like full belief. And I mean, you hear people talk about like unshakable faith all the time. And if there was ever a time in my life that I had it, it was at that point in my life. I just, I knew that I was going to get it. Well, as it turns out, nothing happened the way I wanted. Yeah, give some so... of the details you had in your birth plan because in the book you give all the and it's so yeah. detailed. It was part of so, it. So one of the really important things is I just I wanted to go into labor on my own. I didn't want to have to be induced. Um I also really meditated and prayed on the date of birth, which 
makes me sound like a crazy lady, but I just felt like, um, you know, you're allowed to get specific with your manifestations. That's everything I learned. I mean, the manifestation experts will say it's so specific that you can taste it. Right. And so I had everything. Yeah. And I've I, heard that like, if you don't get specific, it's not going to happen. So that's almost yep. like the direction that is given a lot. It makes sense. Yeah. And so I, I, I looked at the calendar and I felt like I had this date call out to me and I just knew that my baby was going to come on December 7th, 2019. I just, that was what I knew. And like, even people thought I was so crazy because they would ask me like, when's your baby due? And I would say, oh, he's coming on December 7th. I just stated it matter of fact, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then people would ask me if I had an induction date. I'm like, nope, he's just coming. <laughs> yeah, I just well, know. As it, as it turns out, he was born on December 29th. So oh, three gosh. weeks later. Yeah. And that at that point I was like, okay. Um, it wasn't so much that I didn't get what I wanted. It was that I had followed all the formula, like all of the manifestation steps. I did, I did mm-hmm. everything they told me to do and I didn't get it. And I was so confused. Um, and so that kind of set me on this like awakening journey of just rediscovering my faith, um, really nurturing and caring for this broken, <laughs> you know, this disappointment that I had had in my life. Yeah. And um the miracle. So full circle moment, the miracle is I ended up getting pregnant again with my third baby, my last baby that I just had um, a little over a year ago. And I was like, I'm not doing, (laughs) I'm not going to manifest this again. You know, I'm not doing that again. But as time went on and as the pregnancy um, was coming to a close, I just felt these nudges in my heart. Like, Matika, you know what you want. You're still the same person. You know how you want this birth to go. And so I was like, you know what? Okay, I do know. I I couldn't deny that feeling. And so I was like, I have to write this down. I have to put it out because when we keep our desires inside, there's no magnetism to pull them in. I understood this principle. I was like, I have to put it into the universe. So there I found myself with this birth plan. You know, I want to go into labor on my own. I don't want to be induced. I, um, I want it to be a really spiritual experience. And then I felt my, my angels, that's who I refer to throughout the book. I felt my angels asking me a question that changed my life. Um, the question was when, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) am I really being prompted to like pick a date again? And, um, and so I, I did. I wanted her to come on two 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 February twenty second. So cool. And so I, I put it out there, and the miracle is that I woke up two 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 two, and I was in labor, and everything that I desired, everything on my birth plan, and more, came into my life. Yeah. And and so in hindsight, what I've learned is, um, the world will teach you to manifest by you figure out what you want you kind of like attach yourself to that desire and then you do all of the things to attract it. This is what I did the first time. I wanted that baby to come and I wanted my birth plan to go the way I wanted. I attached myself to it. And then I did all of the things after that, like affirmations, vision boards, praying, trusting. Mm -hmm. And the second time, what I discovered is you can actually flip that around. So you can flip the world's formula on its head. If you focus on yourself, the internal game, 
if you focus on your vibrations, elevating your vibrations, starting with the faith, starting with the trust, starting with the belief, starting with the positive self-talk, you will magnetize your true desires. And I felt my angels nudging those true desires into my heart. And um, then it's like easy. You manifest so much more easily, right? Yeah. I really wanted to ask you about this because when I read this in the book, I was like, this is so beautiful because I love helping people get into this higher state, find themselves that way. And, and then life just like happens. It's so much easier. But what would you describe as the process you've used to really get into that elevated state and not be about something manifesting and just being open to what yeah. you're going to manifest? It's, it just sounds so different than how everyone talks about <laughs> manifesting. So I just want to hear more about how that kind of feels for you. I would say um, people primarily like in the world manifest from a state of desperation and fear. Yeah. And so they're like, I'm so desperate to have my finances change. I'm so desperate to like get out of my current situation. They feel like they're treading water. And so their manifestations are coming from a place of fear and desperation. They want something so badly. The problem with that is if you're manifesting from fear, you're, you're, you're contracting your body. Um, you're resisting, right? And it's just like a pregnant woman. So it's like my baby was not coming because I was so attached with that closed fit, those closed muscles. Yeah, I was so attached to what I wanted that I was resisting that birth. The second time I was so open. So if you can change it where you are completely open, you release fear, you're living in trust and surrender. It's like you become this channel for for your creations to flow through you and, and you just become this magnetic force. And so it's really about releasing fear and stepping into trust. Yeah. And I really wanted to ask about this because you said you felt like you were doing that the first time you were doing the vision boards, the visualizations, the trusting affirmations, but the fear was there still is what I'm hearing. And the second time you still did that, but you were just open to like, what do I want? Instead of deciding and demanding it, you were open and said, what do I want? This feels right. I trust. I'm just open. It's not, it just, I feel like that's the difference of just demanding and desiring, just pure desire instead of just like, I have to have what I want. Is that kind of how you would describe it too? Yeah. And, and I would say like, my desire was true both times. It was a true desire because it was still part of me, something I wanted. Mm-hmm. but it was like how I went into it. Right. So I think okay. it's like, so it's like the desire was, was still a true desire. It's something I wanted my whole life, you know? Um, but how I went into it was what really determined. So I always, I always tell people like, so the, the formula I teach is you raise your vibrations first and then you attract your true desires you discover your true desires. But here's the thing, when people want to manifest, they usually already have like a big list of things they want. And I say, don't get rid of the list, right? You keep that list, but let's just switch the order of events a little bit. Let's focus on you. Let's focus on your energy. And then if you have desires on your list that don't match up with your highest self, they're going to fall away on their own. And those true desires, they'll remain strong and they'll start to come to you so much easier. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's the same true desire happened the second time for you of having this baby easily, no induction, having it when you wanted, 
So that true desire was the same both times. I love how you clarify that. It's just the energy you were in approaching it yeah. and just coming to that higher self. So I noticed in the book that you call this the higher approach to manifestation, that this flipping it on its head, like you said, but then you also had the manifestation rewritten formula. So tell us more about what that is exactly. Yeah. So I, the higher approach to manifestation, I see as like phase one, it's just starting to understand you raise your vibrations, you discover your desires. If you want to get really pinpointed, if you start to discover those desires and you know exactly what they are and you want to pull them into your life quickly, I bring in the manifestation rewritten formula, which is three steps and they align with the holy powers of creation. So if you think of like a baby, a human baby, um, it takes the masculine energy, the feminine energy you know, the masculine and feminine coming together to plant and fertilize the seed of the baby, right? Like right? literally. And then, yeah, literally. And then it's God who breathes the life into that baby. So we are sons and daughters of God. So there's the three, there's the three energies. There's masculine, feminine, and the divine. And I relate that to creation. So the, the formula is, um, so number one is connecting with God. You go within, you connect with God within your heart. And that's the divine element. And then you open up re and receive. That's the feminine element. Women are receivers. It's in our anatomy. Yeah. And the third element is the masculine, which is take inspired action. Men are givers. They're action takers. It's also reflected in their anatomy. And so those are the three steps. Connect with God. Open up to receive the guidance, the nudges, the desires. And then take inspired action on everything that you receive from there. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And she gives so much detail in the book. You have to read this. If you're listening, I will put a link in the bio for it on Amazon for everyone to get it quickly and easily. But I love how there's chapters on each of these points, because I think these three things are like the true secret to life of just how to enjoy and create. And we are, and you use this word, and I love this word too, of co-creators with God. We, in our nature, are co-creators. When we feel stagnant, we can't live like we just feel out of sorts and so what you've created here is just such a simple formula to see this is this is what i want to create this is what i feel inspired in this higher self of what i desire and i'm gonna do it now and i don't have to do it alone i'm a co-creator so first step of connecting with god is so important and then using the receiving and action and i i love talking about this with people i've been talking about it in my mastermind a lot lately and with one-on-one -on -one clients of just the balance of masculine and feminine and people um sometimes demonize one or the other like oh that one's bad that one's good but both energies are in all people and it's i mean we use some gender anatomy examples that i mean we usually have the predominant matching our gender but everyone has both and everyone yeah. needs both and i love how you explain this as part of manifestation I, um, I teach it that way, but I wasn't connecting the dots completely of that it is actually part of the manifestation. So I love how you did that and how, I mean, you said you used like the creation of a baby, but exactly how did you find this and connect those dots to say that it is the big part of manifestation? I mean, there's just so much. I, I feel like I have just been on this journey and I have um, 
I've, a lot of things like I, I've done in my life and I've been able to look back in retrospect and like put things together. So in the book, I tell the story of how I manifested leading this amazing yoga retreat in Costa Rica. And it just came into my life so quickly, but it all happened from like, I was connecting with God. I was journaling about my desires and I felt that nudge. So this is the receiving aspect, right? I felt the nudge from God. Well, go and Google um, resort centers, right? Get on your computer, Google resort centers. And so then I opened my computer and I Googled and then it was like, I found this perfect retreat center where I could all, they had like three meals a day. They had excursions. It was all included in the price. I could teach yoga classes in their yoga shala. It was just beautiful. And I ended up calling that number and talking to the woman. And I ended up like paying this down payment and putting this into action within 24 hours. And so yeah, I guess like experiences like that, I've been able to look back and kind of dissect, okay, what happened here? I received guidance from God. I connected with God first. I received, and then I acted. And if you, I mean, you think about all the things you've created in your life. If you look back, you can see that that really was the formula. Yes. I love as you're describing that. And it's so powerful. Like that sounds so similar to when I created my mastermind in January. Like I was at an event. I felt the power of women together. I said, I've been wanting to do this. I'm done waiting. I feel the power of it. It wasn't just coming from me. It was a true desire from God. And I put that mastermind together that month and people joined really quickly. And a lot of people are worried when they launch something, no one's going to join. And because I felt like so aligned with it, it just worked. And that I love those kind of examples because sometimes people jump to the action without really receiving and, or sometimes people receive and they don't take the action or they leave God out of the formula. Like, I think all three of these things are so important in really manifesting. And it's just a great way to just see like, oh, wait, it's not working. Where am, where am I missing something? What part did I not do? And it just helps you to feel power, which was one of my favorite words to say women like, you have the power you can create whatever you want and this that is what manifestation really is is just like bringing what you're wanting what you feel called to have in your life and especially as entrepreneurs that's usually the root of your business it's not just a job it's not just money there's that feeling behind it of i have something to share with people i want to help people so how have you seen that as you've worked with people of helping people really step into this yeah, first of all, I love your story. Um, it, it's so exciting. It's so exciting that we have this potential to create whatever we desire. Um, one of the things I really, so the main thing I help with people is like getting out of fear because when we're in fear, we're in desperation, we're in force energy. Force, Satan operates in force, God operates in power. When we come back to our place of power, we can co-create, we can create anything, we can magnetize anything, and it's all done in flow. So there's no fear. And I mean, I've really just seen it as a lot really recently as I've released this book and I've I've watched it changing people's lives. Um, I mean, just friends that have been stuck in stagnation for a really long time, finally having it click where <laughs> it's like, it, it gives you permission to like let go of fear and just yeah. live in flow. And I've just watched some of my friends start to be 
I mean, teaching classes that they were too afraid to do before and really rising in their power and sharing their purpose with the world. It's, it's really beautiful. And I feel like the book has been a huge tool in that. Yes, that's so beautiful. And I love that because a lot of people know what they want, but they're afraid of it. And I love how you say, okay, let's not focus on how you're going to do it. Let's focus on raising you out of fear first. That's the trick to having your power. And, and I love how you said you have desires. You're not going to get rid of them. But when you're in this higher energy, the fear's gone. You're going to know what you really want. What are your true desires? And your example with the birth story is a perfect example of that because you were like resisting it almost saying like, no, I'm not going to pick a date again, but you felt like, no, you can pick a date. And it was a beautiful day and it worked out. And I love that. And another question, because I come up with this with clients a lot myself, is desires. Um, sometimes they're so, so stuck in the should world that they don't know mm -hmm. their own desires. And a lot of women, they've like grew up like, okay, you have to go to college. You have to have a family. You have to have a nice house and make it pretty. And that's been like their very closed world of desires and then they have all of that they're an adult woman now they have all those things and they're like well now what do i want and they feel very lost have you experienced yeah. this kind of thing too so how do you teach or what do you help people do to like really identify and learn their desires and know that they are true desires yeah that's such a good question i feel like there's a lot of times like two categories of people where um, there's some people who have this huge list of all of these things that they want. They're very ambitious and they don't know where to focus their energy. And then there's some people that have no idea. Like you ask them that what they want, they couldn't even answer the question, you know? And we're so used to like people pleasing and trying to fill other people's wants that we forget to tune into ourselves and discover what we really want. And so my main thing for that is, um, it's part of the divine feminine. So the divine feminine energy is receiving, receiving pleasure, receiving love, receiving um, goodness, right? Everything that's good. And so when you tap into this receiving energy, you allow yourself to full, like fully experience life. Like what does it feel like to, um, you know, even just like putting on your makeup as as a, a ritual, as like a meditation, what, like feeling that, what does it feel like to eat your food and actually taste it? What does it feel like to like tap into the present moment and really feel every sense of your body? And like the more I think we can practice that, the more we will begin to really discover what our true desires are. Okay, like I, I love this. I love feeling good about myself. What makes me feel good? And we start to uncover those things even more. So I think sometimes it just starts with the really, really small and simple, just learning how to cherish every moment. Yeah. And as you're saying that, I know people, if you suggest that, they're going to be uncomfortable almost with how simple it is, but it's, we don't do it. We're so disconnected from our bodies and understanding what we want that that almost sounds painful to like sit yeah. there and just enjoy your food. It's like, what? I can yeah. do that. That feels weird. Our mind is just always rampaging, thinking about other things. And it's like, no, you really can just be present. And I love talking and helping people learn to be present because I think that is a lot of connecting with your body and listening. And as you were talking, it reminded me of a story in your book about um, when you were at a book writing 
retreat and you were just trying to write your book. You're just so in the action that you felt your, your counselor, the coach there had you just receive and relax and tell that ex- you say it better yeah. than me. So tell that story. Cause I think that really helps with what you're saying too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was on a book writing retreat. So naturally I was like, I am going to write my book. And so every free chance I got, I would like clockwork, pick up my computer and start writing. But there came a point in the retreat where it just felt so forced and I was so blocked and I like, I I just couldn't write. And my coach, I mean, she ended up coming up to me noticing that my energy was a little off. And so she's like, let's just set your laptop down for a minute. Um, she ended up, I was sitting on the floor. She ended up just putting her hands on the tops of my feet and just like kind of holding my feet. And she was like, okay, close your eyes. Let's take some deep breaths. And then she just asked me the simple question. What do you want? What does your body want right now? And the only thing that was coming to me is like, I think I want some sunshine. And she's like, yep, go to the pool, you know, go just rest at the pool, go get some sunshine, lay out and and immediately I was like craving that. As soon as she said it, I was like, this is a true desire. This is what I want so badly right now. And so I think there's something to that when we take the time to really get present and ask our bodies, what does my body want right now? I mean, it could be a hot shower. It could be, I want to go on a walk. I want to, I'm thirsty, you know, like there's yeah. so many things, but if we take the time to tune in, it's like, we're, we're basically like showing God, like, okay, I'm. I'm open and ready to receive in the small and simple things. And just that openness is already a magnet that you're, you're willing to start receiving the bigger things as well. Right. Exactly. And it's, it sounds too simple almost, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. I love teaching people this because people often ask me like, how do you do so much? You have young kids, you run this business, you're always doing other things. And it's because the secret is doing what you're saying of, I will have time devoted to work to get things done, like very action-based. My kids are at school, baby has a nanny. And then I feel the block and I'm like, even though this is like very sacred time to get stuff done, my body, my energy needs to rest. I need to meditate. I need to read a book. I need to take a nap. I've done that in that time. And it feels almost counterintuitive to be like, no, this is the only time I can get things done. But by listening and being open and listening to the body that way, I do get things done. I take that break. Yeah. I I listen. I open up. It's so simple and it changes everything. And then I am able to get everything I wanted to get done still. And it's exactly how it was supposed to be. When I'm forcing it, like you said, it doesn't usually work very well because it's so it's just very hustle, push, grind, and there's not the true energy of who I am and what I'm sharing behind it. And so it's not that I work super hard. That's not how I do everything. It's that I don't always work super hard. It's that I take breaks. It's that that I live my whole life. And that is not the culture of business that has been taught for centuries. (laughs) Like, and I love, I just say anti-hustle, like, my secret to success is living because that's the point of success. And so if you have success at the expense of living, it's not really success. Mm -hmm. You can hustle and create money in a successful business, but then at what expense, if it took away your life, that was the whole point. And so living your life as you create a business, one creates a better business. It will flow. You'll magnetize. It'll manifest. And two, 
you amplify your life instead of taking it away. And I think this is what you're saying of like the feminine energy is so important for women to recognize because I hear women say to me, like, I need to be more businessy. And they think that means just hustle and work hard all the time. I'm like, no, bring your feminine energy into it too. Still use the action. You need action. You have to do that masculine energy too, but both. You definitely need both to create the kind of business you want as a woman. And just tying all of that back to the story in my book, I was, I was trying to write in force and it wasn't working. And as soon as I went to that pool and like filled my own cup, I was able to go back and my book was flowing again. So it's like the action will come, but we can't force it. Right. So we have to honor our body, go within and really listen. And, and then we'll fill ourselves. We'll feel fulfilled so that we can go forward and take the inspired action. And then everything happens easily. It's like not force energy anymore. Cause then exactly when you're forcing it, it takes so much longer because usually that's the the trap is I don't have time to do that. I need to be writing the book or whatever. I need to write my post. I need to write an email, whatever you're doing in your business. And if you really learn to do this and step into your body and listen, you'll get it done so much faster. It will flow and it will be so much better. It'll just have that quality you're wanting anyway, without that forced energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just love how you articulate everything. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Because I've just loved everything we've discussed already, but is there anything else that you would really like to emphasize? I just feel so good. I feel really grateful. This is a beautiful conversation. I think my main message is just releasing fear when we are in hustle and grind, that is 100% fear mode. When we come back to our power, that's where we're, that's where, when we come back to trust, right? This is where our power lies. And we really do have this power within us to create. And so it's about like coming back to trust, coming back to connection with God and surrendering and just becoming the vessel for creation to flow through you. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, Matika. Is there anywhere people can contact you if they wanted to work with you or get to know more about what you do? Yeah, I feel like everything I have is like building (laughs) from from ground zero. But I would just say reach out to me on Instagram. So my public account is Soul Heart Awakening. Um, And I mean, I'm all about authentic connection. So send me a DM. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best way to find me right now. <laughs> Perfect. And I will put a link for the book on Amazon um, so people can read it because it's it's not too long. It's so engaging. I just read it. I love it. It's the kind of book where I'm like, yes, I could read this. I'm going to read it again. And I like want to give it to people. It's like one of those books. So definitely read her book. Reach out to Matika if you have any questions or want to talk to her more. And thank you so much for being here today. It's been so great to talk with thank you. Thank you, Aubin. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right. I will see you next week.